welcome to another episode of Bobby's Cryptid Corner. I'm Bree. I'm Jamie. And I'm Bobby of the yes. Cryptid Corner. He said it this time. He introduced We're himself. actually going to talk about cryptids this time. We are. Yeah. We are. But before we talk about cryptids, I think that we're going to have another show and tell because I think we all really enjoyed that recently. And I think, Bree, I, I really want you to go first. Um. Okay. I did bring out my other, remember uh, last week I had, I was burning the Ajna candle I told you guys about? Yes. Today, I'm of course burning that, but I'm also burning, I'm almost done with Manipura. This is our sacral chakra that we talked about. Um, I always need that. Fire expression activates sight. And then I brought you guys my five-year-old painting. Mm, yes, my inner right. five-year-old. I don't think it looks like a five-year-old. Well over audio. I know, right? No, it won't. But tune <laughs> in okay. to the YouTube. It's okay. Uh, I will. I will describe it for the people. Oh, wow! Wow, my five-year-old painting that I did. It is a. It is a <laughs> UFO over the Joshua Tree Desert. You yes. did it five years ago, or you painted no? It when like you were five. I feel like I'm a five-year-old who trying this? to paint. And this oh, is no. what I came up with. Yeah. I think the five-year-olds would do a much more terrible job than that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I think if anything, maybe I would say like maybe a 16, 17-year-old. Okay, That's, so yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it looks I'm great. still going to put it on my wall. I love and... it. I think you guys should make copies of it and sell it on the- And sell it, yeah. On the, so, that one time yeah. I was abducted by aliens. Store. We need a shop. Website. I really yeah. want us to start a- like creative segments since I'm starting my creative wall. I really want Bobby and Jamie to buy some cheap Dollar Tree paints like I did. And then we can do. We can sell our shitty alien art. No, we can show each other. But my theory today. What if we give them away to listeners? What if we give them away? Well, we could definitely do that. But I, if I had time today, I told Jamie, I was going to paint one of the things that we're talking about today. So next week, I will have that. I still want to do it. So that would be kind of cool if we talk whatever subject we're talking about, if you're inspired to do something and be like, be a little creative. Yeah. And you know what? Bobby is a pretty good artist. I've seen some of his work before. Oh, Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I like to draw more. Yes, he draws. Did you guys watch the documentary uh, Love and Saucers by chance? Yes, a long time ago. A very about long Dave, time ago. About David Huggins. Um, if yes. you go on the his alien website, fucking? Yeah, yeah, his art is Red so Bush. badass. Red I really, Bush. really want want to buy some of his art because it's, it's really good. So good and so weird. I want it so on cool. shirts. That's where I want it. I save yeah. it to my Pinterest account. I have like so, so I many, probably yeah. have like everything you've done on my Pinterest. We've talked account. about him before on the show. I'm sure. And so yeah. that and Bree's like said she's like, look, see. I will own an original Huggins one day. All right, life. let's make it a goal. Manifest it. Manifest that shit. Okay, should we interview gonna... him? Um, sure. We should. Is he alive? I think he's still alive. Yes, he's alive. He's not even he's like pretty old. old. I don't. I thought he was old. old. Yeah, he was like in his seventies when that movie came out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Love My and saucers. My grandpa is almost eighty, and he's still working. So that's true. That's oh very God. true. Okay, wait. Are we ready for the next show and tell? I have a lot going on here, you guys. Okay. I got I got a lot happening and I showed you guys a little preview in our group chat that we have, but I wanted to show the audience. So I went shopping on Saturday, which happened to be 9-11. And the first thing I want to show you guys is my 
tourmalated quartz. So it's quartz with tourmalate rods inside of it. See, it's like, ooh, so pretty, right? Okay, what so is, what? Tell me, ask. What, are, what is tourmalate? Is it the little black things in there? Yes. Okay. Quartz is the white, right? So they give you these little cards that tell you what it's about. And when I buy these, they give you these cards at the end. When I buy these, I don't look anything about what they are. I just, I feel them mm. and I vibe. Bobby asked us, he was like, well, what crystals? I told him some. Brie was like, just go vibe and pick some. So I pick some and I look at what they mean later. And this one happens to say that it can be used to guard against terrorist attack and to <laughs> heal the effects of such an attack. So I thought oh, wow. it a little interesting that I bought a 9-11 crystal <laughs> yeah. on 9-11. And to be fair, does this crystal not give you 9-11 vibes? Totally. Reiki got very topical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One. Yes. I mean, there, it does other things. It also has the ability to go beyond dualities and to integrate the shadow into the whole personality. It's supposed to like uh, neutralize psychic attack. So yeah, it does other things. But I was like, come on, you guys. 9-11, my 9-11 crystal. It literally says terrorist attacks, though. Yeah, it's just I think a uh, like a ploy. That's fine, but yeah. I didn't know. But I didn't know that <laughs> that's what it was when I bought it. Right? Well, yeah. So yeah. Oh, so wow. like realistically, cool but that's what I'm are, saying. Quartz is our universal stone. Tourmaline, black tourmaline, is great to combat negative energy. Keep mm -hmm. these types of like enemies away. So together. I could understand why they could sell it that way, but it yes. was definitely for marketing reasons. I, I agree think, with you, but the synchronicities, like the synchronicity is out of control, out of control. Mm -hmm. And that's not where they stop. All right. And that's so then, not where you, that's not why you bought it. Right. No, again, again, I don't get these. Do you get these little pieces of papers? They put them in your bag when you leave. So I didn't even read this until literally right before I said debris. I didn't even look at any of them. I was like, Oh my God, look at this bullshit. All right, so the next one we have is Appetite. We have Appetite here. This one's my favorite. It looks like the beach to me. Is I'm there an Appetite so... suppressant, suppressant one for me? It's <laughs> fucking I need the gorgeous. Diet Reiki crystals. Why would you say that, Bobby? You're literally perfect. Literally so oh, cute. Wow. Literally so cute. All right, everybody, what for the what this one is? It's a stone of manifestation and helps develop psychic gifts and spiritual alignment. Oh, it's about learning about yourself. So we love that one. Uh, that one wasn't super like synchronicity, but like, I just really wanted that one. I knew exactly what that one was. I was like, that stone is so pretty. The next weird one is more synchronicity, weird shit. So this next one I got is a bumblebee Jasper. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it inside this case and I can take it out if we really need to, but as you can see. Wow. Right. It is yellow and jaspery. Now, for some reason, I decided to put it inside this little case thing to hold it up. It does sit up on its own if I really wanted it to. And I didn't I didn't read these stupid papers until just a little bit ago. And then let me tell you, let me tell you about this bullshit. It says that uh, Bumblebee Jasper is actually a combination of volcanic matter hematite and sulfur the yellow coloring is due to the presence of sulfur we recommend washing your hands after handling your Bumblebee Jasper stones since it's very toxic. And was only discovered in the 1990s. So I was glad I put it inside something. So I in, like I intuitively knew to not fucking touch that motherfucker. So that's good. So you got these on 9-11? I got these on 9-11. Have you noticed any changes in your uh, chakras or anything? I did. This is going to sound crazy to you, but I do. I bought two of these stones, not just one for me, but one for the person I'm seeing too. He wanted one. He was like, I need one of these too. And uh, not the same kind. You got a little square one. And I, I genuinely think that maybe by buying it, 
I stopped a terrorist attack from happening. Don't laugh at me, but I really think that. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> I think. <laughs> what if I? What if I change the universe by doing that? I don't uh, know. No, no judgment, but that is fucking crazy. I know. But, um... I'm just saying, in my own little bubble, I was like, "What if? What if the crystal did that?" I don't know. I have no idea. But maybe, maybe it did that. But everything else, no, not yet. Maybe. Not yet, but maybe, maybe. Uh, this the other the other than the 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 toxicness of the bumblebee it also helps to helps us to stop worrying about how other people's view us so stop judging me so that one's useful i feel less judged mm. when i have it a bumblebee I feel, like, I feel like you don't have that problem though no, the bumblebee is activating your solar plexus too oh i was gonna say they do have the chakras on here so the bumblebee is the solar and the sacral plexus the appetite is the throat third eye and root and the uh Terminated quartz is cleanses all, especially the root. Also, it is a nice zodiac stone of mm. Scorpio. <gasps> Me. Yes. Me. Yes. Oh, you too. Tommy, when's oh, your birthday? God. When's your we birthday? We don't have to do this, but can we do my star stuff? Yes, hundred percent. Oh my 100%. god! Wait, what's 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 your birth time? We'll just do See, it right now, Bobby. You guys, asked, you guys asked me that a while ago. I don't know. Probably, but time. why but can't you ask your mom? I, I think it's like two in the afternoon, but I don't but know. Like we need to know. know. Exactly. Yeah. I know this. We've been over this before. But yeah. What's your birthday? November eighteen. Yeah. Oh, that's <gasps> right. Yeah. Right after birthday. Fifteen. Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. I feel so close to you now. I'm that's so curious to know, like, what what about you? Because they're so spot on. Ugh, it's horrible. Yeah, I really want to, because I, I feel like this is a good place for me to bring you guys into my world of cryptids, and then you guys bring me into your world with yes. all the weird hippie shit you guys are into. Hippie a lot shit. Of weird hippie shit. I never thought, uh, I don't consider. Um, it's our woo-woo. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm a open-minded skeptic but let's like i'm not here to judge i'm i'm just curious i'm super skeptical too like i want you guys to make a case for astrology one of these days we will and when we do your birth chart you'll understand okay bobby show us your show and tell okay so uh, um i've been to roswell twice now that's fucking dope that's dope okay why didn't you invite us why were we not allowed to come with you well, I didn't know you the first time. Okay, and the, the second, second time, time. Uh it was like a road trip with my dad uh, during the pandemic. Ugh, so Okay, okay. Um the first time I went was the was we got there late the night before New Year's Eve and I was like super stoked uh to go to the museum in the morning guess what it was closed of course and we had to go up to santa fe like (laughs) later that afternoon so i couldn't go and then the second time was last summer during like august of last summer Mm -hmm. me and my dad were just like fuck this let's get on the road and go do something um so we were on our way to uh visit my cousin out in arizona and uh we stopped in roswell on the way back i believe oh my god was the museum um, closed again the museum was closed again god damn it but but it was like it was like false hope because I walked into the museum. Oh, and like they like this like is, the store is, is back, open. Yeah. Oh, what the uh, fuck this are is you back doing when here? They were taking everyone's temperature, like no matter where you went. Yeah. And I was like, all stuck. I was like, all right, it's open. And they're like, oh, the museum's closed. You can go in the gift shop. Though. Oh no. I was like, what? What? Then how does that make any sense? Yeah. 
So I felt bad for myself. So you or, bought something? I think my dad actually bought this for me. It's like, made bitch, I in, have Amazon. Yeah. It's it's made <laughs> in Croatia. China. Vietnam. Indonesia. It's actually made in Thailand. <gasps> USA. I, I swear it said made in China, but it says Arcadia, California now. So Ooh. Know. <gasps> different timeline. Yeah, did you just but say now? Um, it's my, it's my alien skull. That's a vibe. Sick. I love it. From the Roswell Museum. Oh, dope. Museum. It's pretty cool, huh? Is it like clay? Poly- like, what's it made out yeah, of? Yeah, it, it, it's not like it's oh, like ceramic. Hard, it's not ceramic, but it's like really nice hard plastic. I think I don't it's know. Nice. It, just, it feels. It feels like quality. It's, it's yeah. not like a toy. It's like a thing you put on your Bite shelf. Really quick. on your shelf. Oh my God, yeah, like but a, I, I don't think that. <laughs> The grays or anyone have teeth? Can you hit like the really- your teeth no. on the skull? Go- like it's gold or something? Can you? Yeah, Brie wants to know the the tooth sound. I just want you to try to bite it. It's definitely not gold. I think it was about twenty five dollars. Bad. So I think it's I think it's like really nice plastic. But okay, it's not bad. Wait, um, turn it around. I need to see the back of the skull. Yeah, what's going on back there? Some little dots. That's literally wow. the only like show and tell item I have for you guys. That's like ever. super cool. Yeah, right. Your whole room is a show and tell. Well, Bobby, here's the thing though: you're gonna have to start getting crystals and uh, oh, telling God. us if they change your life. No, you just have all to right. make yeah, weird I'm, I'm art. Maybe we should start sending you some in the mail to review. Maybe we should start sending you a weekly crystal or some shit. Oh, no, now art, that Bobby friends... is an artist, he yeah, needs so you to are display. an artist. So draw some aliens. My friends all make I'm fun at. of me because all of my sketches are just like big titty comic book girls. Oh, you could show us those. Okay. Because that's maybe, maybe what I you're will. into. Is that what you're well, into? I'm into. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, so weird. I'm, I'm into drawing the, the female form, I guess. But uh, Okay. Well, can you I came across aliens? this girl online and I was like, I what the put- fuck? And then it was like followed by Pimple. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. And I was I'm like, sure you, "Wow, okay, I'm sure Bobby." You I'm sure you did. I don't fucking I, kill I, my well, husband. Uh, what I will do if you is I will that just, account. I will just um, draw a buxom beauty and put just a gray alien head on him, and then that yeah. will be appropriate for the uh, for, for the, the store or with a bigfoot face. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> might be into it. People are into bigfoot fan fiction. That's the titties true. and stuff. All right, all right. Speaking of cryptids, what are we what are we talking about tonight, you guys? We're dig we're digging deep into the uh, the B sides here because you wanted to do the Dover Demon, which is fine with me. We can talk Dover Demon all day. I did. I just I I was like minutes. I was like I'm gonna pick a random ass one, and so I just picked a random ass, not super crazy well known, but like a nice little chunk of a of a cryptid who is truly considered a cryptid, considering it's not been seen by a lot of people. And we get to see where it takes us because we can cover the history of it in about 20 minutes or four minutes, four minutes. Uh, So the the Dover Demon is a product of what's called the Bridgewater Triangle. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Y'all have done an episode on the Bridgewater. Yes, we have. And it made me uh, obsessed. It made me obsessed with that area. We put it on our list of places we're going to go. We're going to go. Someone gives us a show like they should. Like a TV show, where yes, where they follow us around to crazy places, and that is some place that I want to spend like two weeks. Well, I'm yeah, such a, lot of time, a fiend yeah. 
fiend for Bridgewater Triangle stuff, but there's not that much information on it. There's like one documentary dedicated to it. And there's like a couple books all by the same guy. All by the same guy. That's the problem. And, and he's not even really into it that super much. He's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happened. Yeah, he's other like, I'm a journalist area. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's other groups in the area that do their own. Well, yeah, a, a lot more passionate about it. Yes, but they're not more yeah. well-known. That's why when we get a TV show, we need to go there to cover it. We should just go start shooting in ourselves. I know. This, let's go. Let's go on a little mini vacation. Who's, I feel like, Bobby, you would have a camera. I feel like you have some expensive camera equipment somewhere. I definitely do. Yeah, exactly. So, perfect. Yeah, yeah definitely of course do. he does. Of course he does. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll plan this off air. But yes. All right. Oh, it, oh, it's right behind closet. him. I was like, but oh, yeah, it's right it, behind him. It was him. behind me for a while. But um, yeah, so do you guys want to touch on just the Bridgewater Triangle in general? Yeah, Brie, take it. Just touch touch on it. So we <laughs> we went over this though. Okay, just, Bridgewater Triangle is an just, area in Massachusetts where crazy crazy shit happens. Uh, Jamie and I have come to the conclusion that it is for sure a portal mm-hmm. because you will find everything there from cryptids to aliens to light balls. Um, Glowing orbs, apparitions, people see weird, like snake creepy creatures. And then, of course, where I think it all starts is that there was a massacre of um, native tribes there. It was a huge moment in history between when the white man, the, the pilgrims came and fought the native tribes. And the stories that we went over is gruesome. There were thousands of tribesmen killed. And so there's also a legend that there could be some type of curse that went on there. Right. It was during King Philip's War, I believe, which is one of the great forgotten American wars in the colonial times. And they slaughtered, slaughtered Mm -hmm. them, slaughtered. And I think that goes back to many places where we usually find these hot spots um, when you dig a little bit, you always find that there's some tie to the natives of the land where someone took advantage, exploited the land, killed the people, took over. And then all of a sudden it's like all the energy just it's like a hell mouth. It just opens. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, can you give me sharing abilities, please? Oh, yeah, I believe that I do. Uh, oh, I do. I yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Okay. You got it. So check this out. Right, here's the, here's the yeah, hit me, Bobby, because I'm going off memory. Do you guys see go. it now? Yeah, there we go. So, oh, and Satanists. We forgot about the devil worshippers. Weird <sighs> yeah, Satanist so activity. Of, uh, Satanist, tons of Satanist activity. Exactly. Just south mm-hmm. of Boston, it's a very hyper, uh, hyper weird paranormal place. Like you said, you have everything from. Uh, I believe there's Bigfoots out there. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like. Uh, you know, uh, weird little like, um, like structures, like, like almost like ritual sites. Yep. And then there's Places like, of, like the witch. It's like mm-hmm. the yeah. witch. And like, there's weird um, a lot of mafioso hits apparently take place out there. Like you said, weird lights. Um, this will come up again because one of my favorite deep cut cryptids of all time is called the Pukwudgie. Oh, which- from there. Which, Which looks lo- just like the fucking Hopkins um, the- monsters to me. 
Yep. See, I think that the Dover Demon is a little more like the Hopkins monster. Oh, but okay. we can Ooh. discuss that in more detail eventually. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's south of Boston, Mass. It's, um, it's, I've been around here. I've driven through here. It's not Really? Does it give you creepy per- vibes? I mean, I guess. Mm. Like, it's, I mean, it's more the, the people that give me creepy vibes mm. in this area. But um, yeah, I, I, you can go. Well, there's places to camp. Maybe I'm they're sure karmically trapped there. But there's like the marshlands there. there. I feel mm-hmm. like there's always creepy stuff that happens in like the marshlands and stuff where yeah, it's like different types of cryptids. And the I feel like lands. like mash the mash. Lands. Well, it's like you have you have this area where you have water meets land in this 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 opportunity where you can have land creatures like Bigfoot. You could have that middle ground creature who are like, you made these swampy sludgy things. And then you have these water kind of creatures. So you have this huge area where you can have all these different sightings of all these different kinds because of the environment. Right. That is and there, an is excellent a, there is point, a term. Jamie. Good observation. There is a term for that. I can't think of it right now, but it's like we're highly high, high concentration of high strangeness that takes place in like a geographic area. I should have researched that before it, I even brought it up. It's much like a Skinwalker Ranch. Think about it the same place. It's the Skinwalker Ranch. Sure. It's just a ranch that's an area that it happens in. But this, uh, it, almost the same type of activity is happening in this Bridgewater Triangle area. It's just a lot more populated. And so a lot more people are seeing it and communicating it as whereas something like Skinwalker Ranch is a lot more private. You know, it's privately owned. So you're not hearing as much of what goes on there. But still kind of like that same portal-ish kind of all these different things are coming out of it. Well, and there's Thunderbirds. I feel like you don't, there's a rare, from what I know, I don't know too much, actually. I shouldn't say that. But I just feel like I don't come across too many stories where there's like sightings of Thunderbirds. And some people's descriptions sound a little bit like Mothman to me. And very much so. I agree. I come across that a lot either. So right here, more or less smack in the middle. You see my. Uh, oh. yeah, yeah is yeah. dover is dover massachusetts now I, I thought for some reason the dover demon was in dover delaware i think there's no. another one somewhere mm-hmm. else it's in massachusetts but yes massachusetts i can't say massachusetts so i said massachusetts let's go let's go into dover okay let's see just a simple little new england town okay so this is one of those stories that kind of comes from that time of high strangeness of like the Northeast into the Appalachians into uh, like you were saying, the Hopkinsville stuff, that Northern Northeastern, the grand Northeastern of of the United States, not necessarily the Northeast proper, Mm -hmm. but um, that 1970s, like we talked about um, uh, what's the crash in uh, Philadelphia or in, uh, Oh God, now I'm blanking. Uh, down here in Pennsylvania. Anyway, uh, when we talked about the, I can't think of it right now. No, Uh, no, that's in Kentucky. Um, uh, We did a whole episode, our first episode on it. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, Dover is like one of those, or uh, the Bridgewater Triangle is one of those hot spots of the Northeast, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and for some reason, I don't know why, but all this stuff started to kind of bubble up in the 70s. I don't know if anyone has any theories on that as to whether or not that's just, you know, news was a lot more accessible in advance at that time, or people were more open to these ideas, but for whatever reason, um, 
in the seventies, this, this seems to have kind of, uh, had a, uh, explosion. Yes. So this was like 1977. There's only so many stories about this, but there was this kid, William Barlett. He was like 17 years old. Yep. He's driving through the woods around the Dover area in the Bridgewater triangle with two of his friends. His friends are chit chatting, right? They're not even paying attention, but, uh, Bartlett is, is driving and he more or less sees standing on, like, if you go to new England, there's all these these weird old, I don't know if they're like colonial. I don't know if they're in this, in this instance, but there's like these weird stone walls along the the side of the road Mm -hmm. that look like they're from like colonial times. And he saw this creature with glowing eyes, just standing on the wall. And when he hit it with his headlights, it, 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 its eyes lit up lit up, and it, and it more or less kind of looked like Gollum, I guess, from Lord of the Rings. Totally, 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 totally. Um, so let me show you guys. I was like, I, I have the picture right here. Do you have it too? Oh yeah, you, you go ahead and share that. Let me see if I can see this one right there. Bam, I can't, well, I don't know why it's not bigger, but there we go. You see it? Yeah. So uh, no mouth, as you can see there. Um, let me get... One of those go. things, like just a very unnatural looking movement and gait, just by looking at this picture, you could tell it was probably bipedal, but it was also probably crawled on all fours. If it, it, it looks, it's sitting on top of the stone. So it was probably like, you know, perched. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly upsetting. Uh, so the kid, the kid kind of stopped and asked his friends if they saw it, they were like, no, but let's go back and try to find it. It was gone by that point. Um, Soon after that, I believe it was like pretty much the, all this happened within like one year or like one month, more or less. Um, so that next, I want to say the next day or like soon after there at school, he ran into this guy, um, John Baxter, another high school friend of his or guy. He it was the next school. day. It's yeah. Like April 21st um, and April 22nd. Yeah, it was like over was a 24 that- hour period, I think, or 25 hour period. Yeah, um, who had, had witnessed the creature the same the same night, like not too far away. Um, and uh, he was just walking down the street, like walking home from his girlfriend's house. And he thought, like he saw the silhouette out in the distance and he thought maybe it was his buddy or something, started calling out to it. Sure enough, he's like, you know, 15 feet away from it. Um, and and saw this thing i believe that drawing you just showed was yeah his drawing if i'm not mistaken or it was it was no that was bill's drawing the very first guy who saw it so yeah let me show you uh john baxter's drawing okay quick because it's it's pretty similar it's just a little more uh crude i guess but this like the shape of it very similar looks almost like a gray but with these big long fingers but it seemed more like animalistic like it was it was not like an astute mm-hmm. no nonsense intelligent entity it was like more primal right yeah but still incredibly unnatural looking and standing uh, up this time yeah standing up um feet mold to rocks <laughs> again okay. on the rocks on the rocks uh, maybe that was quartz based rocks and he uh, popped up through an interdimensional portal of sorts through some but, crystals um, yeah and then um, i wouldn't like su- that to pop up honestly like truthfully with you if that like popped up in my room and was like gripping some shit and was like staring at me like Wah! i don't know if i'd be into that personally 
Right. So before we get into the next uh, sighting, which was the next night, any any thoughts so far? Um, so far, it sounds interesting. And I like that they both have these same pictures. And I wonder if they ever, like, did they draw these pictures separately? Did they talk to each other beforehand? These were teenagers, right? So one was 17, right? This next one was 15. So like, were they friends? Is this maybe something that they talked about beforehand? Because the shape of them are very similar. So the only two ways that something like that's going to happen is they saw the exact same thing or that they meant to draw the exact same thing. So it's very. There's a lot of chum in the water for skeptics here, I think. Oh, absolutely. It's easily dismissed by people that don't want to subscribe to this kind of stuff. But then there was a girl the next night, um, 15 year old Abby Brabham who also saw it standing up with their boyfriend mm-hmm. right um similar account and, and description so uh again uh, this is really all the the sightings i ever found but it's just kind of in that town's lore now um as a as a cryptid of the area the dover demon now based on what you guys know about just high strangeness and things of that nature what what are what are our theories here okay well there's a little bit more information i think that you need to know too because when they started this investigation one of the things that they happened to stumble across was that the they mapped out all of these location sightings because they had the exact streets and pinpoints of locations and when they went to go map it out it happened to be in a completely straight line over this two mile chunk of land. And so it was so interesting that it wasn't just like these random places that they saw it, that it was literally mm-hmm. just, it was like almost that it was traveling over throughout this 25 hours over this two miles through this straight fucking line. And so it was like interesting that then you have that on top of it. So, so it seems to me that there tends to be a little bit more organization, which again, is it because this is something that is organized by the people or do we have like something a little bit more intelligent that's moving you know maybe not in a way we would think because maybe it's on the other side of the veil so that two miles it takes a lot longer to get through than like us walking the two miles you know what i mean i think two miles for a you know an entity that lives outdoors is a pretty good you know a pretty good area for one night for for yeah, so I mean, like a, tw- to yeah, like or- a 25 hour period. That's like a good chunk of it traveling exactly like laying low, taking a nap, doing it shit. And then again, you didn't have anyone seeing it until that next day. So I'm starting to feel like when you start to see that thing about the next day, it's like, okay, well, it's not like they all planted all three on the same night. That would have been maybe a little bit more suspicious to me. It's interesting that it didn't mm-hmm. just happen once. It was like continuing on. Or just right. that it was the same street. I feel like it would like... If someone made some story up now in your town, more likely they're going to give a different location. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I saw it over here. Yeah. But to be like, I was right here when I saw it, I think is different. I feel like that almost gives it more validity to the story to be like, well, I saw it on the same street rather than saying that they saw it on a different part of town. I think if someone wanted to like just jump in a story, they would probably give you a different location to be like, I saw it over here too. Yeah. But they're saying, no, I saw it on the straight on the same street. Basically. Yeah. Right. I think that the weirdness with this story, like you said, gives it more validity. Um, and, and I think that it gives more credibility to it being some sort of weird creature because it's all being 
seen in the same location, but it's only being seen within what was it, 25 hours or 36 mm-hmm. hours or something. 25, yeah. And then, 25 like hour I said, period. there's like there's very few, if any, I haven't really found anything else about sightings of this thing. So it's almost like this thing was you know moving in and out of our space for a, a, very, a very limited amount time. of time and it happened to be spotted you'd think that you'd think that if it was some sort of creature like natural creature maybe something mangy or something weird that's just a uh, like a maybe an exotic pet is one of the theory that's yes something like that that's misidentified you'd think more people would have come forward and said i saw that thing mm-hmm. you know beyond just within those two or three days yeah exactly so, but overall, the the look of this creature is hairless, right? With a mm-hmm. big head, mm-hmm. a small childlike body. Mm-hmm. It's big, obviously orange, can, glowing eyes. Big orange glowing eyes, Tendrils. which I think I think in if you guys are going to another story, maybe the eyes change colors. Um. I think with yeah, Abby that and it, Wills, it was green glowing eyes mm-hmm. opposed mm, to, to the orange, with orange Bills. glowing eyes. So it's like, does the eye change color or are we look, are we talking about two different entities of the same species you, that is being seen? You can mm. see uh, I shine. You can see in, in various colors. Like colors. Yes. Yeah, so maybe it was animal, like so. him seeing it in the headlights was more of an orange because his headlights were more orange right. and maybe they were seeing it more under like maybe a street light. So it was more blue. And but this is April picture, 21st. What if they're high as hell? It's true. just like it's going true. over from 420. They're yeah. like, it was green. It was That's orange. definitely one of the skeptic <laughs> theories is that these were just high school kids fucked up or fucked up doing some shit like party yeah. or something mm-hmm. but the, like if you take a picture of a house cat sometimes it will be developed as like a green glowing eyes and other times it could be red just red. the light and the, the angle light. and everything mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think that that's easily explainable i think uh, this was the same creature um one of the other skeptic things which i don't buy is um it could have been like a baby moose and i'm just like i don't think that those things are very prominent uh, in Massachusetts uh, to begin with. Do you know why they want to specifically say a baby moose? No, do you? Yes. Okay, so it's baby moose and horses in general. So anything that are born with hoofs like that when they're born, they're born with like these tendrils over mm-hmm. their hoofs to protect the moms. So they have these like very tendril-like looking hoofs. So the reason that they say specifically a baby moose is because one, there are some moose around there or some meese, however you say it, around Mooses. there. And that is the only creature that would have like, well, there's one or two other, or one other one. And the exotic pet route is the one you were going. Uh, they have this like tendril like hoofs. And so they're like, oh, well, you just saw a fucking baby moose on the side of the road. Yeah. I hate to say that I you low-key kind of agree. Like it doesn't I have the can... horns. The head kind of has a shape like it. I understand what you're saying. No, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, it's nighttime. It's dark. You're passing through. The headlights happen to shift across something. And you think that's what you saw. And it makes sense that they only saw it for this 25 hour period while it was slowly going through that area. I mean, I mean, if you are a skeptic, it does tend to lean that that those type of things do tend to like add up. What do you think? Yeah. Um, it looks like in 1972, right before this, there was like kind of a similar sighting by Mark Sino, uh, Sinat Sino, um, who who said he saw this this thing. Um, I'm not sure if he came forward before or after this kind of got some uh, uh, notoriety, but 
uh, again, glowing eyes in his car's headlights, small figure mm. deep in the woods. Um, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these cryptid sightings are, are car sightings, like running in front of a car at yeah. night. Um, and, and who's just, that's one of the big things too, is like, there is like nighttime for humans is almost like, it might as well be the depths of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't, for the amount of time we do go out at night, especially deep into the woods or in, into nature, like we're not equipped to see and experience and perceive all the things happening. hundred percent agree. So I, I, I feel like there's like probably a lot of nocturnal animals that we don't know about mm-hmm. um, be, because animals in general are elusive and then take light out of the equation and then take, human beings you know going into those areas because there's no light out of the equation it's like there's like a whole world of mystery that opens up there um i don't i think that if this is something paranormal which if it's legit i think it is something um like maybe interdimensional or even like a hopkinsville goblin kind of thing Mm -hmm. where like they Mm -hmm, live mm -hmm. underground and come out at night i don't i don't know this is a head scratcher, as uh, Jim Harold would say. Well, well inter- I do feel. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just say it's just it's so interesting that we have not. There's not a lot of sightings, but it's made a very big cultural impact. Like it's something that's talked about. Like you go to YouTube, you type it in, a bunch of videos come up about it. Somebody did like a really interesting like short horror <laughs> film about it on YouTube. Did you watch that? It was low key kind of good. I was like, oh, okay, get it, get no, it. Yes, I did. Not. I loved it so much. It I was like, like, all right, get it. Reptilian. It looked I know, like I loved a reptilian. It. I was like, what is this? It was this just not- I. I just thought it was funny. I was just like, all right, get it. Do live your life. But so it's like it's a thing. There's comic books about it. It's like a creature mm-hmm. that has these powers and these abilities. So it's like. Like, it's interesting that it had such a big impact on pop culture and, and references to what we have in life. And it had such a very small blip in history that mm-hmm. people even saw it. You know what I mean? It, I'm surprised least, that people aren't claiming to see it today, in all honesty. Right. At least regionally it did. Like, when you sent me the thing, you're like, I want to do it on this guy. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, the Dover Demon. Like, it vaguely rang a bell, but I'm not, like, an expert on it. I did some research. But there's not much research to it. But you're right. It's kind of like what we were saying about last episode about um how the truth is one thing but like the mythology that springs from that truth or the folklore or the impact on the surrounding communities mm-hmm. can have could be more profound than what we're actually thinking of and if you want to go down the route of like let's say that it was um a moose baby a baby moose or mm-hmm. something like that like who's to say that this hasn't infiltrated the zeitgeist of the area in manifested all moose into yeah into a bunch of baby moose that are now being but it doesn't look exactly. like that i was gonna no, say it that doesn't. if you look at the baby moose i can see the head mm-hmm. but the body no completely wrong doesn't look like it no, whatsoever completely wrong. like a moose what? body still and to always be describing it on top of rocks is very interesting and I always like these stories too, where it's something that's not um, already like a pop culture thing. Like I feel like a lot of Bigfoot sightings are people that are out looking for Bigfoot. So everything's a Bigfoot. Right. Whereas this is mm-hmm. just like, I saw something super, super strange out there. I don't know what it was, yeah. but it didn't look like anything I saw in zoo books yeah. or National Geographic. It didn't look like it belonged, you know, on this planet. So I don't know. I don't, I think it's a good little cryptid. I, I like that it's not something that 
is super, I don't know. It's not super far off to me to believe that it's real, real or fake. Like I like your theory about it, like just coming in the veil for that short period of time, because that mm-hmm. makes sense to me. It's like, Oh, okay. Definitely. Because there's so many things in life where people have these one-off instances of seeing some weird thing. And there's probably mm-hmm. so many weird fucking creatures out there. Like realistically. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, you throw in, you throw in the nocturnal aspect you throw in the fact that it's out in the woods where humans Mm -hmm. don't go especially at night yep and then uh, you know who's who knows what's in like these cave systems too and that's a big thing about that that, about that area about that bridgewater triangle area is it has a lot of caves underneath it so a lot of people say that there's kind of twofold like one is it because there's a lot of rock formations down there that you're getting all of this energy or is it two are you getting weird fucking portals to hell down there yeah, and like you could go the natural cave route of like, you know, these species evolved in one way or another and we've never seen them down. Because they live the completely under there, yeah. In a completely like no Like the bottom of the ocean kind of shit. You know, yeah, ecosystem. And then you could go down the route of, you know, if you have a high concentration of quartz or certain types of uh, rocks and minerals that um, are more or less, you know, um, uh, amplifiers of of more high strangeness and interdimensional stuff yeah there's a whole there's a whole barrage of of possibilities here i don't think that the i don't think that these kids i don't think it's a hoax it might be a misidentification but i don't think it's a hoax i don't think so either i don't think these kids like conspired i don't think they got together and they were like let's make this elaborate plan to talk mm-hmm. about this shit, especially because again, no other sightings. We don't like, it's not like it was made a big deal out of. So it's very, they, the police, when they investigated it, really brushed it off. Like, no, 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 this is just, and I think that's probably why we don't have a lot of information about it. Cause they were just like, it's just a bunch of kids on their bullshit. Yeah. And it's almost ironic how like, it almost gives it like from a certain point of view, it almost gives it more credibility because, because they didn't. I mean, it exactly. wasn't a mass witness events. A lot of times when people mass witness something, it, everyone just falls in line with groupthink and repeats what they heard their neighbors say about exactly. it. Exactly. And it turns into its own farce. Whereas this is like three people separately seen it at individual times within a relatively close, you know, uh, time frame and in, in, in geographic location, it's like, You'd think one of those three people would have said, yeah, you know, maybe it was a baby moose or yeah, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it was something more natural. But all of them seem to be like, no, they drew the same thing or they described it the same way. And they're like, we don't know what that thing was. So it looks like a gray alien that went wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were yeah. like, just leave this one here. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, like it couldn't fend for itself like, and it ended up dying sloth of gray aliens. But there is a lot of parallels to the way that gray aliens look like tiny baby bodies hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Weird big, big giant heads, heads, big eyes. Well, and I what's mean, one thing that the gray aliens are known for? We talked about this in our Zeta episode. Like they are known like they're a species that does genetic modification. That's why there's so many different versions of gray aliens. You have these tall ones, these short ones. Like they are a species who are known to ge- genetically modify themselves. So who's not to say that this was just like one of their, I mean, this in the nicest way possible, but one of their little abortions that accidentally fell off the spaceship. <laughs> abortions? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it was like this one's not growing the way we want it to. Go ahead their, and just um, let let it's, let it's let nature be its course. It's one Trial of the and error. Babies. Yeah, yeah, toilet babies exactly. A, to- a toilet baby from the grays. Exactly. It could be. That's a huge possibility. I mean, the first thing I thought when I saw it was like, oh, this is like a gray gone wrong. Like that's pretty much what I thought when I saw the picture. Grace gone wild. 
Do grays Gray have mouths? Very small, itty bitty little slit of a mouth if they do ever have one. So that's another really good thing to point out, though, is that there isn't a lot of facial features uh, features at all. Right. Again, why this one was discarded. Like it looks almost like like the face almost looks like Slenderman-esque. And there's something creepy about that Mm. uncanny valley of like, it's not even that. It's not even close enough to something recognizable, but just like big eyes and like just a blank face on top of that. It's very creepy. Yes, exactly. Super creepy. Mm -hmm. But that reminds me of other cryptids though. I think that have that same type of feel. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I think you have to remember too, like one of the things Bobby was saying earlier about like, you know, we have a hard time seeing these creatures at night because it's at night. So like our eyeballs don't necessarily physically see the thing that's in front of us. It just, it's the way our brain interprets the image and then Mm -hmm. tells us in our brain what it is we're seeing. So like you have to kind of throw that in there a little bit, right? Because what if we're, our brain can't interpret certain features on maybe some of these extra interdimensional terrestrial beings right and so we only see no go for it i was gonna say it could be a trick of the light with something natural too 100 percent. the other way it 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 could be both but like what if we're only seeing these big eye these big eye socket balls right these big glowing eye socket balls we're not seeing any other definition or anything else because maybe it's just not something that we can perceive right uh my 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 head went to like owl like that's where my brain went to is owl um because alan oh alan's um uh, owls have talons oh uh, oh and i've know, seen like, oh and the way they oh the way they perch and like a big giant owl. you don't you've never seen the owl video yeah okay but or like but no claws up front is there a know, disease uh, in birds where they don't have like feathers anymore feathers i'm sure like that's the kind of thing because they have big wide reflective eyes and like that those little bodies look, yeah that thing would look super creepy with no uh, feathers why would, there wouldn't be the arms yeah, I was gonna say the arms be... is the only part that doesn't make sense because even the the wings yeah. wouldn't yeah but you you there's ways to explain that of like you just your eyes fill, yeah you you're, fill you're in filling it in, in certain yeah. ways because you see like legs and you see a head so you're naturally gonna like okay like, put the I don't, puzzle are I don't there know. a lot of owls out there there's, like, a lot of, there's yeah, owls everywhere but i don't know when i saw the feet when i saw the feet i thought of like a webbed something like webbed. yeah mm. it reminded me a... of that frogman except the frog mm. like if the frogman had like a big head you know what I'm talking about? In no. Ohio. No. Ohio. Pull up a picture. Pull up oh. a picture. Pull up a picture. Ohio has a uh, the Ohio Frogman. Yeah. yeah. So like, like everything else reminded me of that, but if the head was different, which is why I feel like I think that there are people making things, and I feel like this is the planet where you dump them on, and whoever zoo theory. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, like the dominant species thrives. But other than that, you just like toss a bunch of randoms here. Yeah. I just feel like the nighttime brings out so many things we don't know about potentially. This is all I got for Ohio people, Frogman. Ha- that's just a photoshopped frog. <laughs> I, I, don't have I like the one the with the big eyes. That is so, I hate 
I don't hate frogs, but I'm traumatized by a certain. I love that frog. Oh, okay. Then I'll close this. I'm so sorry. No, it's to... fine. It's fine. I don't mean to traumatize. I'm not literally you. traumatized. I'll tell that story another time. Okay. Or what about like the Fresno nightcrawlers? Like if they were tall. This thing's not tall though. Yeah, sure. I know, but this is. I feel like this is just another version. Oh, yeah. I can't are... help. I, I don't always like think I don't like everything these at is all. connected. Everything oh, no. is connected. All right, guys. I don't like these ones. I'm going to show them to you, but like, I don't like them by any means. They're no bueno. It looks really Ugh. sexy. This looks like something out of like Resident Evil. I don't really like that. Those look. Yeah, but that again is obviously not like a real rendering of what they're saying. Yeah, but like, okay, but so like, look, so this one, okay, it's so this one, color. this one right here definitely gives me the same vibe as, yeah, as what sure. we're talking about. Just like maybe a baby version of it. I've never heard of these things. They're pretty awesome. Though. The Fresno Nightcrawlers. Oh, oh my God. Nice. They've been seen in Fresno, of course, California, but also in Yosemite. And then there was bonus cryptid for you guys. There was someone uh, in <gasps> Poland that surveillance. said that they saw them in Poland, but like the video footage is really shitty. So a lot of people are like, eh, I don't know about that, but they've definitely, they definitely have been known in California. So Ooh, I like them. crawlers or, um, and yeah, that they've been seen in Yosemite. Seems like there's a lot of footage of them. I was like, and maybe, that, maybe we should dive into this next guys. Maybe this should be our next episode where we talk about teaser this shit. action. Yeah. Like teaser see, action. Here. It reminds me like to me when I, again, when I saw this yeah, Dover this, demon, this picture, I thought this gray. picture right here definitely gave gray. me vibes of that. It's like the same gray vibe. This should totally. definitely be like a minor league baseball team mascot. The night crawlers. Yes. I mean, so look cool. at that. This what one, I can't with on? that one. That one creeps me the fuck out. I know it's not real, but that one Ugh. I don't like. This one's just like abdomens and legs. Yeah. It's a very but it's legend like, of it's the Fresno night Hairless. It's that same. I want to know what this video color. footage is right here of it. All right, all right. We'll save this. We'll save this. Let's okay. Back back to the cryptid that we have at fucking hand, guys. What do we are we gonna factor sci-fi? We're gonna middle bitch this. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have let's, to go classic let's factor sci-fi. I'm gonna have to classic middle bitch it on this one with Brie. I'm gonna have to go right down the middle. I think that there's solid arguments for both sides, but I am gonna say that I do lean slightly more towards fact than I do sci-fi. I think so too, Jamie. I'm feeling the fact. You feel it? You feel me? Yeah. It's like it's like I want to be in the middle because I do. Both sides are very logical to me, but I do tend to. I'm I'm facting it a little more. I think. I'm. I think I'm. I'm facting it. Oh, ooh, you're going straight fact. I think. I so. think I'm. I think I'm facting it in the sense that it was something um, that's not natural. But what that is, I don't know. Like obviously, that's kind of redundant. But I mean, but... there's so many things out there that they thought were cryptids and right. then they found them and then now or, they're real or animals. they thought they were mm -hmm. like supernatural. Yeah. Right. And right. so I feel like this one, I can't, I can't think I'm going to fact it. I'm going to fact, I, I'm gonna fact it. it. Let's fact it. All right. I'll fact it too because I'm leaning towards facts. I'll fact, fact so it to the point where I think these people saw something. These people saw yeah. something for sure. It's let's not a, it's Okay. Not not so a hoax, but it might be a stamp of approval. But again, yeah. because of what Bobby said, that you would think that other people would be like, "Yeah, I saw it. I, I saw over here." I, like it, it didn't explode. Yeah. So to have this very precise, I saw it here, kind of gives it more validity to me. It's kind of like the yeah 
again the fucking um mothman like that happened in that area and i truly believe it because of the sightings and everyone saw it in that area Mm -hmm. i i think we should factor sci-fi everything that we talk about on we try to with most things that we do sometimes we forget but we try to at the end we try to at least factor sci-fi oh we try to sometimes you can tell us we're talking about it as we make fun of it what our Mm -hmm. feelings are about it you know what i mean but we try to uh, at least let me just recap real real quick why i'm facting this tell Uh, me okay like you're saying like you're saying one uh a very niche point in time and place okay which you could make the argument that that makes it not legitimate but that makes it more legitimate for it being something of high strangeness to me. If we're totally. accepting that that's a real thing, which I do in on top of that, I believe that animals by nature in general are elusive. There's a whole barrage of animals that are not. Totally. And mm-hmm. then there's, there's underground dwelling animals that come out at night, human beings. I guarantee there's something like in native American lore that, that points oh, to something oh, like there, this. I think there was. I oh, think. Shit. Oops, oh. sorry. Was what that was the, it? Ooh, was sorry. It like an AOL instant messenger. Wheel. Ding. Oh, it's Wheel of Fortune. Oh, okay. It's like what year is it? Okay, what what uh, Wheel Native, of Fortune? What Native American creature could it be, Brie? No, I mean I think that. Oh, was it this? It's one? almost got Skinwalker vibes. Very much, very skinwalker vibes. Skinwalker in its natural form, or a uh, it, it's almost a baby skinwalker. It almost has a t- tiny bit of the bell witch as well, Ooh. but the bell witch is like ten feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> bell witch is a real thing. I thought it was just a movie thing. No, the bell no. witch was based on a true story. Oh very God. true story. Are yeah, you guys you serious? Yeah. yeah. I'll send you some. Uh, I was, yeah, we'll, I'll send you like 12 podcasts about, how about it. No, how about we make our own podcast? We could, all right. We could talk about that in our next, next episode. It's we could talk about the Bell season. Witch. I would, I would almost say the Bell Witch to me is very cryptid like, like, although yeah. supernatural, like the Bell Witch is very cryptid to me. That's a fascinating story. We should definitely cover it. We'll cover that one episode. too. All right. So finish your point. Oh, that's, that's pretty much it. It just boils down to, the elusiveness of animals in general, nocturnal, perhaps lives in cave systems. Why would people see this thing regularly? Yeah. Perhaps it was some sort of like, you know, outcast or one that was like decided to explore outside of its regular territory and happened to be on the road when people were driving by. I don't know. And if you think about it too, if you think about the way something would evolve underground, it would be like big glowy eyes. Um, you know, pretty similar to this, this description, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of a uh, uh, ropey and, and like easily could crawl around through well, yeah, crevices try- and yeah, uh-huh. things like that. So my, my number one theory, if we're not going with hoax or uh, explainable animal would be a, a cave dwelling, elusive, nocturnal creature of sorts, creature of sorts and creature is, is wide cast. Yeah, well, I mean, how do you I pronounce this? Sorry, go ahead. How do we pronounce what? Manigishi? I don't know. Mangishi? M-A-N-N-E-G-I-S-H-I. Mangishi. What's the context? In their folklore, the Cree Indians speak of a race of trickster, trickster spirits that they call the Manigishi. Why don't you throw it up on the screen? 
share screen. No. That oh. sounds very Pukwudgy to me. I was like, is there any pictures? It, uh, yeah, it was the Dover. <laughs> it was the Dover Demon. Oh. Um, so we do have a little callback to the to the yeah. Native Americans. Can you not show us the screen you're looking at? Whatever they say is right. <laughs> Are you going to show us a little Wikipedia? Let me see. Yeah. Show Hold us. On. Hold on. I just went back to another page. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, now I'm interested. I like how the pandemic has made like podcasting so like casual and unprofessional now. Like, we're like nobody yeah. cares oh, anymore. Sorry. <laughs> we're like, nobody yeah, cares if it sounds on. like a radio show. We're just going to chit chat. And if anyone wants to listen, go for it. If not, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's we're just going to. Hold on. While, while I'm recording, I'm just going to go ahead and Google this real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's the answer. Okay, wait, Thank hold you. on. That's very I Joe Rogan share. of us, though. He Googles everything. Jamie, Jamie can you Google that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're young Jamie. I'm young Jamie. Share sound share. Oh, password. The fuck? Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Your shit's protected. That's at the NDA she signed. Oh, that does look like a Dover demon. If I ever Ooh, seen. you guys see? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the Managishi? Managishi. Is that how you pronounce it? I am assuming yes. Little people. Okay, little people. To me, this is gray, bro. Yeah. People are said to live between rocks and the rapids. They were standing on rock walls, bro. Rocks. I think we just might have solved it, you guys. Did we? I think we did. Trickster behavior, behavior is to crawl out of rocks and capsize the canoes of people canoeing through the rapids how fun <laughs> yeah that sounds like a great activity spinning them to their death yeah i love yeah. it see it's look like at the, this uh, it is like believed by some oh they should add a they little should. dover demon it is believed by some that the dover demon represents a modern signing fighting of them and i guess she and i think that a lot of these um I think a lot of these like Native American lore and things like that, may, like so, who's to say like some of it may have been like they came up with these stories to represent like evil spirits or like bad fortune or tricksters or something like that. And like we've talked about the more belief we put in something, perhaps that can manifest, manifest phys- itself physically yeah. from time to time based on, you know, enough belief uh, into, you know, the the material world. So uh, maybe it, it is the product of a Native American explanation of something, um, something that could be explained by something natural, but they attributed it to this mythological being. And then next thing we know, we got white kids trying to find beer in Southern Massachusetts, running into white them with kids with their cars, you know, saying, what the hell was that thing? What the hell so, was that thing? Yeah. But then you also kind of have both sides of it, though. Like you have like the Native Americans also were very in touch with that side of the veil. So if anything, these are people who had very, very open, open uh, chakras, right? They open didn't have eye chakra in the water. Uh, but they had like, hardcore third eyes. So maybe, maybe this creature to them was something that they just actually saw that this was a part of their everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, we would see it as we would maybe see ghosts. Like we only see these shadows of it and we know that it's their kind of thing. Maybe that's the way they were experiencing it. And I think that there's something to be said about like native cultures are not nearly as like individualistic. They're, they, they're, they're very like collectivists. They're like, if 
so-and-so in the tribe says they saw something we all kind of ex- i don't know i'm just kind of speculating here am i no they do honest. they have a very but different like, they have a very their vibe is very much like them as a like whole a tribe is not... its own it's its own entity it's the sum of different individuals but it's all kind of one homogenized yes you know organism in a way so once one person claims something to the group, the group kind of accepts that. For, that it is what it is. Yes. Because to them, that's, it's like, they're their own government. Right. That so instead gives of it the, more power, power in and of itself. Exactly. It's like, well, I know I've known Fred my whole life and Fred's never lied to me. I've, if Fred saw this, this is a real thing. And this is now a real thing in our life. So Fred doesn't have a reason to lie. Exactly. He's, he's accepted by his peers. I think mm-hmm. that people didn't like people in those situations living in the wilderness and being dependent on a small group of tribe for survival. There was very little uh, like fuckery. There was very little like, right? you know, people trying to like pull wool over eyes or manipulate people in certain ways for their own benefit. Because if you got caught doing that, you would be like ousted. And, mm-hmm. and, and maybe it is a misidentification, but again, if it's, if, if someone or a group of someone's come back to the tribe and, and describe a physical manifestation of so-and-so, you know, trickster spirit or, or evil entity or something. And then again, it, it becomes, you know, seated within the group and then that group puts energy into it. And next thing we know, we have some sort of, uh, interdimensional uh, cave dwelling uh, uh Pretty sure that we've Dover, Dover they've Dover. manifested exactly mm-hmm. yeah it's 100 no, i think that's a great point though they don't really have a reason to make up stories like that they're ex- mm-hmm. they're they're accepted by their group people listen to them i think people that make up stories it's obviously because they want attention because they're not feeling heard because they want you know people to see them mm-hmm. and if you don't need that then you don't have a reason to make up fake stories and say and I, I saw this and i would go so far as to say that granted it, it's a different model of human being like centuries ago native americans whatever but I, I would argue that I, I would assume that things like actual mental illness was less prevalent back then. I would assume, yeah. Because we, like they, a lot of tribal groups didn't cater to mental illness the way we do. A lot of times, you know, you have the, you have the legends of like the trolls and stuff in, in New England and certain outcasts of society which a lot of these mythologies, I believe, come from people yeah. just being ousted by the group. Like, don't go in that part of the woods. That's where the trolls live. When it's actually like probably people with like, you know, Down syndrome or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm, I'm, I'm just mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. things that people that were burdens to the tribe itself or the, it, yeah. the, the community itself. And, and I think a lot of these folklore come from that to some degree. But I, I would say, you know, the natural diet of these people, the dependency on each other, the spirituality to begin with, mm-hmm. the um, openness to you know the supernatural realms, like all this kind of adds up to it being all pretty legitimate. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent, totally. Yeah. So yeah, you you can look at this kind of stuff kind of from like an evolutionary psychology point of view too. So. I think we just broke new grounds on the Dover demon. I think that we've said things about the Dover demon. That's never been, never said been before. said and before. And that's what you get on Bobby's, Bobby's cryptic, cryptic corner. corner. It's from, from Bobby with who's from, not from everyone podcast. Cause we have yet to mention it yet. 
But he's yeah, also from, from that one time I was abducted by aliens podcast. Oh, wow. He, he is now. He's, my he's, my he's heart in just the... started glowing like E.T. Dun, dun, dun. Your heart grew two sizes like the Grinch. Like the Grinch. I love it. All right, guys. I think that's all we have for today's episode. We finally did a cryptid. So we got one. We got one in. And we I think we have a plan for our next episode. So you guys know what's what's coming next. Anything? Yeah. I have more ideas, too, for the next one. Ooh, oh, good, yeah. Okay. I want to do Bell Witch. Melon heads, freaking melon heads, freaking rakes. I want to do air walkers. rods. Ooh, okay. Oh, those are those are fake. You oh. think so? But I've seen some really cool videos. We'll debunk air rods. We'll, we'll debunk them. We'll debunk them. I like I it. No. All right. Those, any... are dust, those are dust particles. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, oh. How can oh, dust particles oh. be a rod that's like? Ew. All right, we'll get into that later. Anything else anybody wants to end on other than we love you all and uh uh yeah fuck you Mountain View California. I was gonna say fuck you Mountain View. I haven't said it on this one yet. And fuck you, Bobby. But also real quick, um if any listeners out there have any spooky stories, personal encounters, ghosts, demons, bigfoots, cryptids, anything within that vein and would like to be interviewed on not for everyone podcast please hit me up on instagram at pinball bobby you can also email the podcast uh, not for everyone 17 at gmail.com we want to hear from you we love it and we love all you guys good night and we'll see you guys fucking next week see you fuck next you week fuck you bobby